that's what it's about. And, and, and where a workout can remind us of that, you know, even if it's three days a week or four days a week, you know, hopefully our prayer life is doing that a little as well, or just our, our relationship with our neighbors and our friends and our family and our loved ones, that, that there's just that, that little, little hope, you know, that comes. It just makes, makes things a little more colorful. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. I'm Seth Sullivan. Thanks for having me on, Charlie. Thanks for being here. Absolutely, man. So I'm 43 years old. I uh, work as a physician here in town, Baylor Scott and my infectious disease doc. And uh, been here with uh, my wife, Allison, since 2011. We moved here, got five kids. Two of them were born in Minnesota, where we were previously. The other, well, the, the next two were born here, and we adopted our fifth uh, from China and uh, got him about three years ago. And so all five of us live here in Bryan now. We started in College Station. We've been up in Bryan, up in a historic home which is great for handy people. Yeah. And I, <laughs> what, what I, I am not handy. So, but, uh, yeah. So did the job bring you to college station? You know, it was, um, an interesting journey. We, I'm from Iowa originally uh, from the Midwest. I did my training, uh, after, you know, I should take a step back the way I met Allison, who's from Texas, Texas A&M class of 2000. She's a uh, special ed teacher and she went to work for the department of defense right out of, out of our internship, right out of, uh, college uh, teaching for for the for the Dodds teaching service. So they go wherever there's a need. So uh, overseas bases, families where there's schools set up, American schools. And so she got sent to Iwakuni, Japan, which is a Marine Corps air base. And so uh, I had finished my medical school and uh, internship in the Navy, and then went to do flight surgery training and got a billet assignment at Iwakuni, Japan. And so we met in 2004 as soon as i had shown up there i met her and uh it was kind of that uh you know it was a top gun kind of man <laughs> except you know I, I was not tom cruise you know i don't know who i would have been the flight doc didn't even make you know top gun you know i mean it would have been some some you know obscure off off the camera person you know but um but that was me in the oak club the guy that nobody didn't make the camera but <laughs> But so, so we met in, uh, in 04 there, actually got married was just that next year. We got married wow. over there. So real fast and, uh, and stayed there one more year. And then we moved back. I had to finish up my training, which I ended up doing in uh, Mayo Clinic up in Rochester, Minnesota, which is pretty close to home for me. And, uh, you know, we got done with that training and I tell you a Minnesota winter, you know, just one of them, but four in a row. And you're just kind of like, man, anywhere warmer is good with me and Allison, of course, from here. And I always liked Texas, I, you know, and so it, it wasn't a stretch for me. Uh, but we were trying to think where, you know, and Allison's from Houston and Houston was a little big for me. Dallas, a little big for me. Austin, you know, I was like, yeah, it's, you know, kind of look there. It seems a little cool, but you know, it's a little smaller, but big enough where infectious disease could be. And so college station fit that bill. And, uh, we moved here and, haven't looked back. So that was 2011, been about 10 wow. years and just loved it. Loved the community and, and, uh, just everything that we thought it'd be. And, yeah. I mean, in some, the 10 so. years you've been here, it's grown a lot. Grown too. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you've right. seen that. Oh, so definitely. Um, yeah. and, and since your wife was here at school, I'm sure it's grown. Yeah. A ton. I mean, I was a, I was a freshman in 2000 and I just think the last 20 years have just been crazy. 
So definitely a different kind of town. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so you're, I mean, you're pretty fit. You came here. You'd already been working out for a while. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got started working out post-college or did you play sports in college or high school? Yeah. Uh, so I was, yeah, I loved all the sports growing up and, uh, the, the one I was best at, I probably hated the most was track, you know, mm-hmm. track was just brutal. You know, yeah. I ran half miles, eight hundreds. And I was trying to explain to my kids like, why'd you hate it? And I was like, you know, the thing about you, you run two laps around the, the track and I was already tired, like the quarter into the first lap, like I'm already dead. Yeah. And I'm like, I just started and I've uh. got, I got to finish this thing. And you cannot let yourself get beat. You know, yeah. you've got to do your very best. Even if you get beat, it's like, okay, that, you know, he was just faster than me, you know, yeah. but you can't, you can never let off. You just can't let yourself. Yeah. And it's just a brutal sport, you know, and it's just you out there. And, um, you know, it was, so I can't say it was fun, but it was my best sport. It was what I was naturally best at. And so what, I ran you a lot. your times back then? Yeah, I was, you know, I, I actually, after my sophomore year, so my brother, my brother was uh, at everything a better athlete than I was. And he graduated when I was a sophomore. He was two years older than I was. And when he graduated, I, I dropped off. I'm like, I'm, I'm done. You know, <laughs> just like the last two years, I'm just going to have fun. So I was a sophomore. So I, I quit running track my junior and senior year, but I was getting down around two minutes. You know, uh, my brother. 800? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so we, you know, we, we qualified. No for wonder it hurt so much. I know it. I just, you know. <laughs> And I, I'm not a very tall guy, as you know, so I was really moving those legs, man. My brother's like six, was six this four, in six, Iowa. Yeah, this was Iowa. I mean, were yeah. you? I mean, was this at like a state level? Was yeah. So we were at three A, so it goes to four A there. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I played football, also played basketball. Those were just more fun sports for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was it was a decent athlete in those, but it was really just a matter of uh, just the team. I just really enjoyed the camaraderie. And I knew I wasn't going to be, you know, the next Tom Brady. I knew I wasn't yeah. going to be the next Kobe. You know, it was kind of like I just, at that point, I just having fun. Was so that kept you, know, you kept years. you in shape? Definitely. Obviously, you shape. didn't. You probably loved the sport, but you didn't do it to stay in shape. But That's it right. kept you in shape. That's right. Yeah, it, and it was just, it was just fun. And uh, so then, and, and I, I knew I wanted to do medicine, and so I was, you know, there's a, there's a couple kind of division three level things I probably could have gone to liberal arts schools and mm-hmm. played football there while I was doing pre-med but it was just like a, um, I, I went to a six-year program so it was actually undergraduate and medical school all together down in, in Kansas City University of Missouri Kansas City and so it was a pretty intense program it's just you're into medical school right out of the gate but you just gotta just put your head down and go it's 11 months out of 12 and you just go you know wow and, and uh, so it was, uh, but it was a good opportunity for me because that's what I wanted to do. And so there wasn't really a sports option there, mm-hmm. but it was what I wanted to do professionally. Did you keep and working so, out in college? So I did, yeah. And to me, it was always my, it was my, uh, as, I, as I say, my serotonin. Like, you yes. know, when I'm, when I'm anxious or I got a big test or I'm just, whatever it is, I just go for a run. Just go and, and clear the head. And uh, so I was always running and I was lifting weights and it was kind of the bro lifting, you know, yeah. like, you know, just you have all day. So yeah. why not just take an hour and a half to just, <laughs> you know, do a couple sets of bench, you know, and, uh, but that's, that's what we were doing. And, and I just had some friends that we would just work out with and we'd go for a run afterwards, you know, of course shirts off because <laughs> I would never do that now, you know, but back then it was like, yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, we just, we just had a good time with it. It was, it was a social event, you know, as much as anything, you know, go to the gym, play basketball, play pickup games. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the military paid for those last four years of uh, med school. And so there was always to to stay in shape. You got the PFT, you know, Mm -hmm. once a year, you got to run or twice a year, really. And so there's always that yardstick. So would you say, I mean, uh, 
how busy were you? Did you have to work it in your schedule and was it something you had to make time for or was your schedule pretty open and yeah, it was flexible in the sense, you know, you have, you know what you need to get done, but it was critical for me. I mean, I, I had to do it from a mental health more than yeah. anything. And so, uh, especially the running, I need to do something aerobically, you know, yeah. the, that's what I had to be doing. And so I, I always found time mm-hmm. for that. And, uh, and then, of course, you know, in the military, it's part of the culture. I mean, you know, you it's it's almost part of your work day. You know, really, it's that encouraged, you know, to get some type of work out, workout in. And so mm-hmm. there's longer lunches. There's just time within the day. The yeah, you can day. make it work. You can make it work. And there are gyms everywhere. There's everybody mm-hmm. running. Everybody's doing something. It's part of your requirement, really, yeah. for to be fit for service. Did you see so, the value of it in high school the way you saw it in college where it was kind of this escape or recharge or... You know, or in high school, is it more just sports? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think it was really it was college level where it started to me to be more like I got the the the, the mental benefits from it. Mm-hmm. I think and the spiritual benefits, yeah. you know, from it. You know, of I just became more spiritual and more prayerful and more. This is my time to just you know reflect and yeah. to just take things in and enjoying the moment more. And so yeah, I think high school was more competitive. It was more mm-hmm. just the. Um, you know, the next thing, you yeah. know, next thing up. But I think that it, it became more part of the spiritual, emotional, mental journey for well, me. Well, especially later. running, you know, it's some of the only uninterrupted time you get, right? right? Where you're not just busy or accessible and it's stillness, right? Even though That's you're right. moving, it's quiet. I mean, yeah. not a lot of noise. All your thoughts, you know, depending on how long you run, all your thoughts unload in the first 20 minutes and then it's just, you know, you and the Lord kind of, and that's it. Yeah. It, Did you do it. any races, any distance events? I, or I have not, you know, not after, not after uh, high school. That sophomore year was my last competitive race. And, uh, you know, I haven't really missed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I enjoy, I enjoy it for, for what I, what I do, but I, yeah, I haven't done anything competitive. So after, I mean, college, you know, you're out of the military yeah. And then, yeah. and basically now you're, I mean, are you in residency? In, yeah. In yeah. A- so I did some reserve time afterwards, but nothing serious. And yeah. But so when I was up at Mayo, those four years, I still, I had to do a lot of running for just mental health, you know, up there too. It was like, I just need, you know, those were tough years, those residency fellowship years, uh, you know, physically, emotionally, all the things, you know, it's a lot. So uh, I still needed to get away. There's a lot of gyms up there, a lot of opportunity to do that. Did you and, have uh, like a certain distance that you always did? Like, was it always three miles? Yeah, it's two, about three miles. Yeah. yeah. Three miles, 20 minutes, you know, just kind of just First hit in it. the morning, end of the day. Uh, it, you know, it, it would vary, but, um, you know, I, I would do, I, I like the morning runs, but I tell you, it, it, it is brutal. I mean, there's it's cold, it's cold and dark, man. 5 a.m. Yeah. up there. And, and there's some mornings you got to. You got to hit the the snowblower. Yeah, you, know, you got to get the driveway <laughs> cleared out so you can get out. Wow. You know, so you get to work. You know, but uh, the summers up there are beautiful, and so you know it would it, just whenever I could work it in. So the it day, had become a that. habit by then. Yeah. I mean, you you know, a craving something that you wanted to do. Yeah. And did you ever get go through a season that you stopped? Yeah, you know, there's been. Uh, I don't know that I've ever completely stopped. I mean, there's been times where I haven't worked out as much. And, and interestingly, I don't feel that need to run like I used to. I don't, I don't run as much or intensely as mm-hmm. I used to, for sure. But, um, you know, there's been, yeah, there's, there's been starts and stops along the way. And then there's just, 
You know, you and I were talking about that before. I mean, just that personal accountability component mm-hmm. of it. You know, I, I learned a long time ago that I'll let myself down before I'll let someone else down, you know. Yeah. And so when someone's expecting you to be there, you know, I just have a much better chance of showing up. Yeah. Did and you, so, do, after that, did you keep running or did you ever, or lifting weights or did you ever do something different or try something different? Yeah. Um, you know, I would lift weights, kind of free weights on my own is, uh, you know, pretty much what I would do. I just join a gym somewhere mm-hmm. and I would just go and, you know, it's interesting that I, I learned that I was just doing the same thing over and over again. You know, I go there and I do some pull-ups, do some dips, do some squat, you know, and then, you know, some accessory stuff and, yeah. and that's it, you know, and it was the same thing over and over again. And yeah. Maybe two, maybe three times a week is when I could get over there. And, uh, I realized it was probably about five years ago. I was like, I need to change it up a little you know in some capacity so for a while i had a personal trainer and and that was good it was really just as much to learn anything and i did that for you know a solid three six months something like that and learned a lot of uh, just different things that i can be doing and um so you know and i've joined some kind of more group fitness things and again the accountability was good and this your time slot. It's when you know. It's when you're expected to be there. Yeah. This is when people are going. You know, if you you miss, like, hey, where were you? That's you know? right. That's right. Especially when <laughs> you got buddies that you're working that's out with. That's it. Yeah, they'll so let you, they'll remind you. When did you first hear about CrossFit? In I guess in your life. So you know, a, a good friend of mine is really got into CrossFit. Uh, I would say ten years ago, and uh, Matt Raggetts is his name, and he's in Houston. Great guy, and and very spiritually aware guy as well. And I have a lot of respect for him. And uh, he used to say CrossFit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making I'm making a cross for yeah. for your for your audience, and uh, you know he really connects you know the two, and, and I thought that was was really cool. And it's a, but he, I just saw his just physical transformation, which was just impressive. I mean, over a year or two, it was just impressive. Yeah, he changed everything. The way he was eating, the way he's exercising, just had a new energy about him as well. And, um, and, and I was, of course, very happy for him. He would talk about it, but I was like, hey, you know, I can do my own thing. And it was, it was kind of in the back of my mind, you know, I was like, ah, it just sounds like a lot, you know? To, yeah. And uh, so, you know, there, that was probably the first seed, I would say, of, of CrossFit. And, um, you know, I can tell you what the, the nail for me, though, was it was another buddy of mine who I went to med school with, it's an anesthesiologist up in, in Missouri, Abe Elsenrot, who. Uh, very, very similar, probably athletic journey that I had. He and I would just kind of exercise as we would for, for whatever. But man, he sent me a video of himself doing, doing some uh, snatches and I was just, and, and just lifting weight. And I was like, dude, this is impressive. Yeah. I'm like, man, you're throwing some weight up, man. He's yeah. like, I feel great. And I was like, that would kill my back. And he's like, that's because you're weak, man. I mean, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, if you start getting your, you know, so he starts getting, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. You know? And so that one to me was, was a big deal. And, uh, and David Harris had already you yeah. know, started, you know, here is, you know, probably about a year prior to that. And seeing David's journey was, was impressive. And so it was funny. We were all, David, Matt and I were out all golfing one afternoon. And, and I said to Matt, I said, you know, man, I, do you feel like, you know, cause we're, we're, we're working out the same, same program. So do you feel like you're getting stronger? He was like, yeah, 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 I am. And I was like, I don't, man. I don't feel like I'm getting stronger. And then, you know, and that was it. Like, that was, for all I knew, the conversation. Yeah. And next thing you know, he calls me. He's like, yeah, I joined CrossFit. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, what you said made sense. Like, I'm not getting stronger. And I'm like, no, but you said you, said you were. And he's like, well, then I thought about it. And I'm like, I'm not. 
And so I was like, so it's just me now. I mean, David oh, and Matt, and so and you know the Abe, and so it was just all. I was like, you know, this, this is what I need to do. And it's hard to make a change. Yeah. You've got a routine, and you've been doing the same thing, you know. And, and what I was doing was good. I mean, there, there, but but I definitely felt like I need to get stronger. And I've realized since being here, I need to get a lot more flexible. I mean, that's a the huge deficiency. You know, I would just go run. I wouldn't really stretch a lot before, stretch a lot after. It just kind of be as needed, you know. But it was not it was not intentional mm-hmm. enough. And so, you know, and, and just, you lose flexibility gradually, you know, and then the next thing, you know, and you you're, just, you're you what know, I would like, call, I mean, like a veteran in working out, like, even though you maybe wouldn't call yourself that, but like, to me, you've been working out for 20, you know, 25 years <laughs> or, you know, yeah. it, it, but then again, you probably feel like you're starting new. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, the, the skills here has been, it's been a very good humbling for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've always felt I could walk into a situation and be comfortable, you know, I mean, it, with just a group, you know, yeah. there's a group, you know, I feel like I'm not going to be the, you know, the outlier yeah. either way, I just, yeah. you know, kind of thing. But here I'm like, man, I just can't do that. You know, <laughs> like I'm sitting here trying to get my double unders. I'm like yeah. slapping myself with the jump rope. I'm like, what <laughs> on earth? This looks so easy for everyone else. And that's good for me. That's, you know, that's, that's what I, I need. You know, okay. I got a, a new skill. I call know, it healthy peer on. pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it really happens. And, in, in, you know, you, being in the trainer role, you kind of see it over and over. But, you know, for us, a lot of probably like what you do. I mean, it's a calling. Mm-hmm. Right. So so you don't you don't look down on people. You don't judge people. It's like, man, it's like this is awesome. You know, we're getting to kind of, you know, having a bigger vision of what we're doing other than exercise. Right. There's this bigger life change unfolding that we may never know completely about. Right. As this person's continuing in the gym. But um, but you see it. Right. You got a a person who's coming in and then you got a person, you know, who doesn't maybe look as fit as them, but they've been here for a decade Mm -hmm. and you're going to see it. But oh, my goodness. Yep. And now this person's doing double unders. That's right. <laughs> and this person's over here, you know, and we're using double unders. That's right. But pull right. ups. Sure. You yeah, know, yeah. you can yeah, you, you name, name it. it. That's it's, exactly it. It yeah. just. Uh, it, That's a great it, way to say it. It's yeah. a whole nother. Um, it same happened for me. 2008. You know, I'd never snatched before. I'd never used a kettlebell. Um, I avoided pull-ups, even though I was somebody who worked out. I just avoided them because I couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I right, lap, sure. lap pulls I could do. Yeah. And so it, it you restart this. So for you, having so much fitness background, th- this is what I see a lot. And it doesn't sound like you have this. Um, but some people are like, it's too hard. Like, not, not the, it doesn't frustrate them, but maybe the, it's like it's easier to go back and do what I was doing. So mm-hmm. what's allowed you to continue? Like actually press into the challenge. Yeah, I, I think it's just that. It's the challenge. It's that the growth mindset. It's like, you know, I mean, life is short, get better at something and, and that's the way I feel. It's like I you know, I wanna do this and uh, you know, I've also taken some pressure off myself of uh, I was talking to you about this the other day. It's like, I just show up, you know, and yes. just in you know, every day, you know, I, I don't put the pressure on myself that I have to get my double under today or, yeah. you know, I have to get my kipping down. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's there and it's a new challenge. It's, it's stimulating my brain and my, my neuromuscular connection. I mean, it just, just everything that is, is, is there to, to, to challenge and grow. And, and part of the reason I'm here is, of my journey was I realized that the tendency to become static, you know, I was mm-hmm. doing that. I was, I would show up to golds or whatever and do the same thing over and over again. And it's just like, am I really 
you know, I, I mean, at best I'm maintaining, you know, but I'm not gaining anything. I'm not yeah. growing in any skill set. I'm not, you know, it, it became boring for, for lack of a better term. And so, uh, so I, I'm embracing that challenge and, and also taking pressure off myself that I have to achieve by this, by this point, by this, by this date, you yeah. know, et cetera. It's just, you, know, you mentioned, uh, you, you realize lack of mobility or, yeah. or stiffness or flexibility, um, when, when did that get exposed and did you even know that that was an issue before this? So my wife's a yoga instructor. Uh-huh. And so, you know, and I don't know, I just have to assume that somewhere in the yoga instructor code, there has to be some type of standard that you can't give up on a student, right? I mean, it just sounds like something yogis, like they're all embracing, you know, they just love each other, you know, it's kind of. And she just gave up on me. I mean, she was like, you are so bad. She's like, I, I don't think, she's like, I don't think you're trying. You know, and I'm like, but I'm, I'm trying. I mean, that's like the worst. It's like when you're trying your best and you're like, I don't think you're trying. That's how inflexible I am, especially the hips. Like the hips are just, and, um, you know, but I, I really like yoga, but it's really hard for me. Mm. I mean, to, to do and to hold those things. And I have a lot of respect for folks who do yoga routinely. And, um, and so I've always known that I'm not a flexible person, but it never really bothered me. It was like, well, I do the things I want to do. But it, it's really though, I think, this it's become apparent here very apparent here mm -hmm. where you know you look and say okay the reason why i'm having trouble with this front squat to, to look the way it's supposed to look or the reason i'm having trouble with this kipping the reason i'm you know having trouble with these movements is because i'm just not flexible enough mm -hmm. i'm just not getting everything through that range of motion and i see my patients age and we see our, our loved ones age we see that stiffness set in i just don't want that you know i yeah. feel that already and i don't want that and so i think that's another challenge for me or another motivation to mm -hmm. to really you know to, to move through the full range of motion here and to not do the same thing over and over again and get that static, uh, you know, that, that, that plateau. And so I, I've been aware of it, but, but I think now I'm, I'm recharged in motivation yeah. to do something yeah. about it. And I think the, the doses, you know, that CrossFit gives that in is they're still challenging you in workouts, which kind of fulfills that desire. But Every workout, let's just call it like 90-10, like 10%, you're going to get mobility exposed, but you're still getting a 90% workout. Sometimes I think like yoga is 100%, like, That's right. man, it's just going to be, yeah. like, you're not going to get any joy from this because you are so awful That's at right. movement. Yeah. I think that's what my wife was saying. Yes. <laughs> but, but again, it's it, like, we're, you know, ultimately it's, they're both good. Yeah. And, but CrossFit still kind of gives you a little bit of that whether it's the cardiovascular endurance, the strength training, the, you know, but that mobility is going to get exposed, yeah. you know, every day in some way, That's especially right. when you start putting a barbell over your head or, mm -hmm. um, now ha have you, you, when you came in, I know you had a little bit of an injury. Yeah. It's kind that, of tennis elbow. Yeah. Tennis elbow. Um, you know, how do you manage, uh, injury prevention or, or not, not just prevention, but management in general like you want you you obviously have five kids you you know you're medical professional like the last thing you need to be doing is getting hurt yeah so is that a thought process is there something that you're you know how, how are you managing that well i i think i could be managing it better you know with my, <laughs> my shoulder here is you know aching on me now and you know so i, I think so much of it's a flexibility I, I think that um 
so much of it's been a lack of flexibility. And I think that's also further motivated me to become more flexible. And so, you know, I worked with Craig, did yeah. a great job of going through and he showed me, he's like, Hey, here's, here's some areas that, you know, you're really deficient. He went through a, a, a screen that was very helpful. And, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to be more intentional about that, you know, just taking some time, you know, either in the morning or the evening, just to stretch, just to go through some stretches. And I think that's, that's key to the, to the injury prevention for me. And then listening to my body, you know, and, uh, there's a, a prideful part of me that would say, Oh, I don't want to, you know, scale these wall balls. Yesterday we were doing wall balls mm. and, you know, and so everyone's throwing the, and I'm just kind of doing these little mini, mini, <laughs> mini wall ball kind of thing because my shoulder, you know, and I was like, hey, you got to be okay with that. It's where I'm at, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and listening to what my body's telling me and being patient with myself and not, you know, gritting through, uh, to, you know, to detriment. And so I think the combination of those two things of just listening to my body, but then also getting more flexible. That's great. I think you know, are going to be and, the keys. I, you know, I see CrossFit kind of as a new sport for a lot of people. Um, and that typically is what attracts them to it. Even people that didn't play sports, this becomes a sport, right? Yeah. And I they would, they yeah. wouldn't even know how to verbalize that or even view it. But ultimately, like the reason you liked sports, like you said, you like people, com- competition, That's right. like, you know, yeah. and I saw it with my wife, you know, I mean, she, I think she was a cheerleader, but she never played really sports. And the only reason she started working out was, you know, to get in shape. Next thing you know, she's competitive, mm-hmm. and now she's addicted to the community. And yeah. you know, of course, the working out, being a mother of four. She actually, I think, now she comes because we offer childcare, <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't blame her. But uh, I, I think anytime we start playing a new sport, yeah, the risk of injury can go up, right? Sure. Just because now, yeah. and 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 I ask that question because, um, <clears throat> I mean, if you play sports, chances are, I mean, you may get hurt. Yeah, that, there's a high probability of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of orthopedic doctors would agree, yeah. <laughs> you know. And but I think coming in here and doing exactly what you said, you know, humbling ourselves, you know, and and for me, I think it's when I have hurt myself, um, I've had to learn, you know, that to me is just like okay, slow down, you know, I'm focused too much on this. This is not, you know, I need to be a dad. I need to be a business owner or trainer. You know, it's like if I, if I hurt my back in here and I can't change my kid's diaper at home, you know, like my priorities are out of whack. Yeah. So, you know, what I've actually learned too is like, that's the Lord's way of getting my attention Mm -hmm. because he took away my favorite toy, (laughs) which is working out. Yeah. And, and it just gives me this, you know, but the key is to not stop, right? Because there's always something that you can do Mm -hmm. to not use that muscle or that elbow or that leg and and, but um i always talk about injury with people because i just not because of uh i think that it happens all the time but because that's a probability and coaches are here to help in that way for sure you know and to make sure that you guys are all safely you know doing the thing that that you're you're enjoying doing that's Um, right yeah and you can see that emphasis here for sure you've talked about like these guys right your friends your right um how, how much is this kind of like a group training kind of bro session slash uh, maybe it's competitive? How much does that kind of feed into your uh, attendance, your desire to work out? Yeah, I think that's definitely a part of it. You know, David and Matt and I are all good buddies and same state of life. And uh, and Abe, you know, my buddy yeah. up in Missouri, who I mentioned, and, and Matt, you know, in Houston. And so uh, the, the idea that uh, – 
you know, I, I don't know that it's competitive, though, as much as it's encouraging. You know, I mean, it's we're just kind of a different, you know, at this point, we know who we are. We've embraced, you know, uh, where, where we're, you know, we're, you know, I, I was talking with Matt, you know, just the other day. I'm like, just impressive. Like, you have not, you've been doing this a, a month longer than I, and I don't think he's been injured at all, you know, and I'm, I'm carrying two already. <laughs> and I'm like, that's impressive, man. I mean, like, you, you're obviously, and he's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, you know, just doing what he's doing. But I think he's just more flexible. He's a swimmer, and maybe his shoulders are just more flexible. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, um, you know, and, and David's been doing it for man, a year and a half, two, a year and a half, probably a solid year now. I guess it was yeah, last January, right? So, and uh, same thing, you know, I just, I don't think he's had any injuries. And so, you know, we all have, you know, kind of, hey, we just, where we are is where we are mm-hmm. and encouraging one another to be the best at what we can be at. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and so I think it's been more of a, uh, of a collaborative, encouraging, you know, effort for sure. And I feel that in this entire environment here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely feel that. I, and uh, it's helped me, I think, as we as we mentioned, humble myself, just saying, hey, I'm just going to do the best I can do, just try to learn. And, and try what to I think, grow. you know, 15 years ago, I think, was maybe the first affiliate or somewhere in that. Now there's 15,000. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the driving force of the growth is the community. Yeah, you I know, it. it's, it's having uh, buddies, friends, other people you know, that interaction, the, you know, people you see every day, you know, here's friends that you have that, you know, maybe prior to this, you guys saw each other maybe every weekend or once a mm-hmm. month, but now it's like, that's right. You almost get to see each other every day. And, yeah. and that is a huge, I mean, it's such a big piece to what I think, even though people aren't here for that, right. Cause they would say I'm here for the workout, right. Yeah. That's what brings us together. That's our excuse for hanging out. But there's so much in, the community of people that you're doing it with. There's no doubt about that. Um, so, you know, being a, a, I would say like a medical professional and um, having a little bit more knowledge of like the importance of health and, and understanding, how do you think CrossFit has impacted, you know, just overall health in general? Well, I think that where we are challenging ourselves and where we're growing and where we are in that community, mm-hmm. you know, all of that, you know, that we, we talk about, you know, in medicine, all of the, the social determinants of health. So, you know, we, it's, it's not just this, we're this little box of molecules and, and, and we are static and we just kind of hang out. I mean, there, there's so many determinants on, on how we, how we function. And, uh, you know, we saw that in this pandemic. I mean, how, uh, we've seen emotional health just, you know, trashed through this because of just a lack of social interaction. And, there, uh, you know, there's emotional components. There's the social components. There's the 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 physical components, the spiritual components. There's maintaining just this this overall milieu that maintains health. Mm. It might be a way of thinking about it. And uh, and and this is this is a part of it because I think you hit it right on that. There's a community aspect here, and we know that there's all kinds of data out there that folks with heart disease, folks with a challenge, diabetes is a challenge. You know, there's it's a lifestyle change. And that we do better with those chronic illnesses when we have support, when we have community, when we have goals, when we have things that we're growing toward. And so that's that's what CrossFit is. CrossFit's a community where we're growing to be the best that we can be where we are. And and you've done a great job of embodying that here in the culture. Uh, and so I think that as we that that's just a, a very important part. It's it's a little bit hard to measure sometimes. We don't have a blood pressure reading for that or. A, 
but we know that that's an important component, that where we are interacting with others, where we are growing, that we are healthier. We're going to do better with our chronic illnesses, mm. with preventing illnesses. Yeah. And so, you know, there's, there's definitely a component of that here. That was one of the big driving forces behind CrossFit was to end chronic disease or, you know, ending such a strong statement but that that was the, one of the driving forces behind it right feeling that this was now there's so many other people doing that not just crossfit right there's sure. so many other gyms and so yeah. but um but it's become a big movement no doubt you yeah. know and and a, a big force that's come into the space really and like we talked about the you know the, the uh netflixes and the yep. ubers and crossfit is kind of one of those new still in the last 15 years, fairly new movements, right, in the fitness industry. That's right. And, and I think CrossFit can, needs to think of itself that way, and I know you think about mm. this way, but that is not just fitness. That's not what's just happening here. There is, this is, is healthcare. I mean, you think about it that way, really. This is, is, is really being the best you can be. And in healthcare, we need to think about it that way. Folks don't just come in, I want some pills and, you know, put a stent in my artery. I mean, they're coming to be the best they can be. They're coming to be healthy. They're coming to... You know, to be, be, you know, we we want to live our lives to our fullest sense, mm -hmm. and you know that's why folks come to a doctor, and that's why folks come to CrossFit. It's for yeah. a similar reason, and so although we have kind of a different maybe aspect on that yeah. or a different perspective, that's ultimately where we're serving yeah. our neighbor best is thinking about it through that lens. And so it kind of segues the the, to the last question. I I always close with this title of the podcast is building better people in the you know, that is the purpose of what drives me to wake up every day, right? That's Amen. why I do what I do is I believe that every single day, like when somebody comes in, signs up, or somebody comes in who's been coming for months, years, that they're becoming a better version of themselves. It's almost like in a spiritual sense, like sanctification, Amen, <laughs> right? Sure. Absolutely. And so... My question for you is, it sounds like this is, you know, this is not just to, unique to the last few months that you've been here, but this is unique to the last 25 years for you. So how has, you know, this running and weightlifting and now CrossFit kind of fed into that for you? Yeah, it, it feeds right in and, and they're all linked. You know, it's funny you're mentioning the, the running and, uh, you know, that, that first 20 minutes and then, you know, it, it, towards the end and there, I still do this where I'm like, I just I have to really kick it this last part. Right. Or, you know, yesterday was the was the, the imams uh, 30 minutes yeah. and it was, you know, the very end we're doing the burpees and. And I just had to get a couple more in. And, and I always give those up. You know, there's always that moment. You know, I think about the passion of Christ. I think about what he gave up. Mm. And, and to link with him in some way to be like, man, I'm just hurting right now. Like I'm feeling it in my, I mean, in my very depth of how hard this is. Mm. And, and there's just a pairing right there that's, that's always, that always connects with me spiritually. So, so there's always that very end component. You know, the good thing, of course, though, is that, you know, we, we get to be done and we get to drink water and stuff. I mean, he went on right. I mean, to even more, you know, and it just, but, but it's just a little taste of, of that just profound love mm. and, and where that love connects to our neighbor and where that love connects, I just, the color comes in life, right? Of just, that's what it's about. And, and, and where a workout can remind us of that, you know, even if it's three days a week or four days a week, you know, hopefully our prayer life is doing that a little as well, or just our, our relationship with our neighbors and our friends and our family and our loved ones, that, that there's just that, that little 
little hope, you know, that comes. It just makes makes things a little more colorful. That connects to to the big purpose here, of why we're here and what we're doing, why we're waking up in the morning, building better people, and and uh, it just it brings that true purpose in and, and makes things better. And so, you know, through this is certainly you know it, it's one more opportunity to do that. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.